What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? What do you want to do with your life? Understandably, a tough question for any 20-something to answer. So join me, your host, Taylor Marks of the Rise Year Podcast, as I talk with some cool people about what they do and occasionally go on long rants of my own about the pains of growing up. I moved 11 times in two and a half years. And over this time, I had to develop an understanding of what is a home. Can I bring that with me no matter where I am, if I'm constantly on the road or if I'm living somewhere for a few months? And maybe that'll be my home long term. Maybe it won't. So what defines what a home is? And then why are homes important? Why do we have a yearning for a home, a place of belonging, a place of comfort? And then the last point I want to talk about is how you can build a home no matter where you are. And ultimately what's important about the aspects of building a home that make it transferable to anything. So my 11 moves were some prompted by me, but others due to external factors such as friendships or living on people's couches and needing to move or a big global pandemic. But as of September 2021, I have my own studio apartment. That's where I'm recording this podcast from. It is from my very own studio apartment. And to say it's odd would be a little bit of an understatement. I'm still trying to figure out how to get comfortable with the idea of me, yes, me, living in my own place because as someone who was so used to doing month to month or getting that three month itch and then deciding where i wanted to go just because i was uncomfortable but not willing to sit in that discomfort so i figured moving would be the easier route so i have a 13 month lease and it's a little panic inducing but it's also anxiety calming because the exact same thing that I was running away from, that pain and that discomfort and that unease, was exactly what I wanted. I wanted to be somewhere long-term. I wanted to get to know a place again. I wanted to be a person that knew other people in a place. And so during this time of jumping from home to home, I found myself wondering what exactly the true meaning of home was and could it be replicated without a physical place so what is a home i'm going to start off by telling a story um i think i was a sophomore in in college and i remember my dad and i getting into a little bit of an argument a spat it wasn't really an argument but i called tallahassee which is where i was going to school home and the place i was living there home because to me That's where I spent my time. That's what I knew. And that's where my friends were. And I'll remember his remark forever because he's like, no, home is where your mom and I are. Your home is here in Charlotte. And I was like, "Mm," that kind of caught me off guard. I was a little bit conflicted there because to me, that wasn't really home anymore. That was where my parents lived, but it wasn't where I was necessarily comfortable and where I was living out my adult life. So that's the initial seeding seedling for where my 
kind of different view of what home is. You could also search online on Google and pull up Zillow and look at all the homes that are available for you to move into. So home could be this physical place, the place where you grew up, where there's a mailing address, a hard set in stone place. But to me, home is a concept and it's a lot of different things. For example, home can be a blue-eyed, blonde-haired, five-foot-six girl with a nose piercing. Home could be a music studio or a gym. Home could be the smell of chili on Sunday afternoons. So it's not just one thing. Everyone has various versions and ideas of what home is to them, depending on what that need is they have or what makes them comfortable. Home brings you joy, warmth, and the security of knowing you'll be okay, both physically and mentally. And comfort is like this, the key word here. Home is comfort and security. And in some capacity, home always encompasses your physical well-being because not everywhere you lay your head will bring you that deep, soul-filling satisfaction and acceptance. But that's okay because you don't need that everywhere you go. All you need is to be able to wake up in the morning and be okay, be alive, be breathing, be fine, nothing happened to you. So once you've met that basic level of security, your basic needs, according to Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's time to then look at the psychological needs and addressing those. And so, this is where I think the idea of home, people tend to, it gets, it gets muddled. And this is where I found myself getting stuck because my issue was that it was so freaking hard to meet people. Granted, it was really only like a year, not even a full year of being out of school. And, you know, I'd lived in three places at this point, roughly about three months each, but making friends outside of a typical workplace or outside of school and classes and that structure is really hard. People have work. They work on different schedules and not everybody wants to make friends. And so I couldn't create real relationships, which is what I wanted. And so, you know, I didn't want to have those two-faced conversations with people, have the same conversations over and over again. And so I'd get tired after about three months because I figured that it was an issue with me or no one wanted to be my friend or I was doing something wrong. But in reality, like, it's a lot harder. People live places for like years and they're still meeting new people. And, you know, after a year, if you have one or two good friends, and that's a good start, pretty much all you need. And so for me, my personal definition of home is home is people. And not just like any people that you pick up off the side of the street, but those that know your coffee order, they answer your phone call. You can just show up and you're automatically at ease. There's that level of comfort. You don't have to speak. You don't have to look at each other. But as long as you're in the same place, you know that everything's going to be okay. They can handle something. If you become unable to deal with a situation, 
your safety, security, your well-being, everything is a-okay. And you genuinely, you genuinely enjoy their company. And that right there is exactly what home is to me and what I've been trying to give myself, but not really trying. Because I wanted to be that name, but in like not a random face, but I wasn't allowing myself enough time to be in those places to get home. So your definition of home can be very different than mine, but I urge you to explore what yours is and then try and go give it to yourself. How cool is that to have to build your own home and to be responsible for finding these people, bringing them into your life and doing cool shit with them? Why are homes important? So we talked about what homes are. Let's talk about why they're important because homes give you security. They give you support and they give you comfort. They give you the basic physical needs to release that stress after a long day's work and to drop the walls that you carry around. And then psychologically, they allow you to come as you are. Home should be a place where you're welcomed and you're accepted. And no matter what you're wearing, no one cares. Or, you know, if you had a bad day and you accidentally yell, you apologize. And they understand that work's tough or that someone yelled at you, so therefore you want to yell at someone else. And no matter what else is going on in the world, there's people there rooting for you, supporting you, even when it seems like everything and everyone and their mother is just coming at you. And I think what's ultimately most important about homes is they help you get your truest experience out of this life that you can. They help you align what's important for you in life. They bring out values and, and instill values in you. And, and it shows you that you belong. You have people that you matter, that you have a voice to use and it will be heard. And homes are a place of such inspiration and growth. And when you place yourself in that environment, whether or not it's by blood or it's a family that you build, that's still a family. And family is a group, a community of people. And it's things that make you feel good. And so how can you go about building a home? The first step, is that you understand where you are right now and what your present life looks like. I didn't realize that I was missing a home until fairly recently um, when I got back from Michigan and my parents had put all of my stuff into storage and all of their stuff was now in the guest room and I looked around and I had nothing on the walls and it just didn't feel like my space. I didn't feel like I could sit and be at ease where I was. So that had kind of spurred me needing to move out. I was already going to move out, but that made me realize what I was missing in all of these places on top of the people. People made me feel good and that's what I was looking for was that community, but I was also looking for a space that would be mine and where I could decorate or I could be in charge of stuff or I wouldn't have to always see my parents. Not that they're bad people by any means, but there's just something to having your own space and being on your own. And so the first step in building a home is to assess your current situation and make note of what causes you to be uneasy with it. 
Is it where you're geographically located? Would you rather be by the beach or would you rather be in a big city? Is it your roommate? Is it that you don't have any art up on the walls? Is it that you don't enjoy what you eat? Is it that you don't like your friends? There's many more questions you can ask, but start kind of narrowing down and then make two columns on a sheet of paper based off of those answers, those things that make you uneasy. One column, write things that can bring, that can be addressed and changed now and that you can move towards. And then things, so column one, things you can change now. And column two is things you can change later. You can move towards them. For the longer term ones, you're going to want to think about the smaller steps that you can take or substitutes that you can find that fits them. And if those are actionable items currently in the moment, add those to things that you can change now. For example, if you have eight months left on your lease, moving might not be ideal, but you can start cooking pot roasts on Sundays or going to spin classes and mapping out where you want to move or what are some good options and looking at the cost of living there. So the point here is to start super small and figure out what you can incorporate in your life today and then keep building and building and iterating on that and bringing home into your house, whether that's plants or that's books and just being more comfortable with where you are. And the second is to give it some time. You know, this is a, a step. You can't actually do anything except for sit and live or maybe not sit, but actively engage in your life and take action on those items because I'm still working on this, but I think it's the most important aspect or so I'm told because through time, you're able to see what you like, what you don't like. You're able to actually find people you want to be around. You're able to explore viable options rather than making some offhanded judgment call. But as with anything, everything is likely to be uncomfortable at first. That's just the nature of most things. Think about your first week at work. You couldn't answer any questions customers had and you constantly fumbled around trying to remember where everything was. But after enough time and practice, you got the hang of it and now you're helping others. Same with the concept of trying to build a home and get comfortable in a new city, a new house, or just with yourself in general. But place yourself in situations with people that you want to be around, show up consistently, make conversation, be kind, and watch what happens. Homes are built brick by brick, and they aren't as complex as they seem. We put up these walls to make them appear like they're very hard and rigid and they're not flexible. But in reality, you can build the house however you want. This is your life. And there's a bunch of different options given the internet and social media and people are willing, people are more willing than people think to want to connect and to find, to help you. So if you need a new job or if you need advice on moving somewhere, reach out to people. So I hope that helps. I hope that gives you some advice and encouragement on 
one, you're not alone in this, and two, it's really hard to um, make friends and, and try and build a home because this is the first time that, you know, you're, as a young adult, responsible and in charge of doing this in a place where it's unstructured. And so when there's no rules, it tends to be a little bit more difficult. And so good luck, ask questions, fail, stand back up, and have a good time. Figure out what you need and act on it.